Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Really, if you think about it, biblical tender as well. Talking about gold and silver. The website at allamericangold.com and as promised, the metals program, we're down to the last handful uh, that will be out here. Uh, barring any disasters, they'll be all out here today, and we'll be all done with those. Uh, I will say this. We have hit new all-time record highs for metal plan participation, uh, and people are listening. Listen, people are sick of it. You know what? We're sick of fees. We're, we're sick of being told to risk all of our money in the casino that is Wall Street. We're sick of the debt markets. We're sick of all the, the games that they play with all the numbers. And today we're going to do it. I was going to get to it yesterday. I wasn't able to. Today we are going to peel back the lid that is this quote-unquote great jobs economy and the, well, what they say are rising wages. We're going to pull that all back today. Got a great show lined up for you. I, I, I want to say this be, before we get too far along. Uh, sign up for that metals program. In January's brand new month. Get in. Listen, you're going to get great prices. Here, Here's the best part, right? No fees. Is there a setup fee? Uh-uh. How about a, I need uh, to cancel Nope, no fee for that either. How about if I want to put it on hold? No, no not a fee. What if I, I, I need to change my address? It's okay. What if I call? Yeah, you call us. Go ahead. What does it cost you? Nothing. The only fee in there is a shipping fee. And now we, we've got offices in Colorado. we got offices in Phoenix. You don't want to pay that and you want to pick it up? There you go, that every dollar goes towards the, the purchase of your product. Here's what else. You know what? Here, here's the best part. I don't call you every year and ask you, you know, hey, I, I see that uh, you bought a bunch of gold. For, uh, I need 2%. Right, like that great 401k they stuck us all with. Um, oh, by the way, Sears doesn't look good it, it, uh, the the one bid appears to have been rejected uh, Eddie Lampert the hedge fund guy you know the, you know what I didn't realize I was doing a little research on you know people thought he was the next Warren Buffett <laughs> Warren Buffett listen Warren Buffett's made a lot of money in trading debt okay not on his own merits on other people's merits but he's been real good at it you know, one of the things that, that he's always said is, hey, I buy the best in class, so uh, this guy buying Sears and Kmart, uh, need, yeah, that wasn't something Warren Buffett would have done. But but neither here nor there. Looks like, no, you know, uh, they, they filed for liquidation this morning. Uh, it's not final yet, uh, but it appears that Sears could be headed that way. Uh, 68,000 jobs at stake. Uh, just sad. 
sad. Uh, but 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 that is happening. I wanted to talk. You know, we got the big address tonight, right? We've got a government shutdown that's getting ready to what enter into the fourth week. And, and I just want to say this: this has nothing to do with immigration. Nothing. I mean, for Trump, it does. The Democrats are outright liars. And so are the Republicans. I mean, they, they're, they're liars. Go back and listen to Bill Clinton, to Hillary Clinton, to Barack Obama, to Nancy Pelosi, to Chuck Schumer. Right? You know, here's the great thing. We got this great invention, and we got it from Al Gore. It's called the Internet. But you can you can go on YouTube and you can hear them talk about how they wanted a border wall and how people entering this country illegally shouldn't be treated the same way as people that live here legally and all I mean all of it. It's all there. And they get all these people and unfortunately, you know what? we're America's turning into sheep. They are. So all these people, they get all, they get their, quote-unquote, their base all riled up. This is really the problem. This is why our founding fathers were so smart. We need less government, period. And a lot less of it. Because most of these people do the bidding for somebody else. And this is, listen, I, I, my heart goes out. It does. It really does to all these people. Because we know the vast majority of these people that, that, that have been out of work because of this shutdown need that paycheck. This is a bunch of bull. Everybody knows that we need to protect our border. There's no doubt about it. And you know what? The Democrats have believed that. Just as much as the Republicans. You know, they actually got a guy, Trump would actually be willing to redo immigration. I, I think he'd be willing to redo the whole thing. They don't want to redo it. That's the point. We'll have to see what that brings. But I wanted to bring that out there. You know what? Educate yourself a little bit. Patriot Radio News Hour, when we get back, we're going to talk about another government scam being predicated upon all of us. 800-951-0592 is the toll-free number. By the way, a couple of, of data points you need to know about. Yesterday, ISM, this is one of those soft survey data, lowest in 14 months. It, the picture hasn't changed that great. Listen, that jobs report from December, it was a good one, but that was the top. It just finished off all the rest of the soft data stuff. And here's the funny part. All the idiots that they parade out there on the TV telling you, oh, no, it's great, it's great. They all know. They're lying. They're they're using puffery because they want to sell you debt. I'm so tired, so tired of them taking advantage uh, 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 and preying upon all of us. If I gotta hear one more person come in and tell me about how their their financial planner had no stop losses in their Apple stock or their Facebook stock or their Amazon stock, I'm gonna lose my mind. 
billions of dollars just stolen because of, you know what, simply, you know what, call it ignorance. But it's these guys out there that drink their own Kool-Aid. You know, and I said it last week, Tim Cook is not Steve Jobs. But yesterday, oh, and then so ISM was out below. Job openings came out today, down 300,000 jobs. You know, all this stuff. Don't, Don't be fooled by the fantasy island number you got last week. What you really need to pay to do was what Jay Powell said. How he was being sensitive to Wall Street. Really, what he meant to say was, maybe, maybe, maybe we do have a problem out there. And I'm not even going to talk about Disney. Oh, I am going to talk about Disneyland. The cheapest ticket now. I did not know this, but do you know that Disney now charges by the uh, not just by the day, but the days when, hey, nobody's going to be there will charge you less. The days where, like, hey, we know it's spring break or we know it's fall break, right? We know it's summertime, right? The fees go way up. The cheapest ticket now to go to Disney World or Disneyland now is in excess of $100. And that's on a day when most people can't go. Which they don't say when that day is. By the way, it can cost up to the most expensive ticket, $1,900. But don't worry, uh, there, there's no inflation. But here's the thing that really disturbed me. And I, this, I found this yesterday. I did not know it. As we, you know, we get these jobs numbers out. And I tell you all the time, like the jobless claims number, that number's garbage now. Right? I think now, used to be, used to be, you know, kind of like everything else used to be. In the 80s and the 90s, when you got to 55, you got moved into bonds. Because Wall Street's a casino, and everybody that really works in there should know that. And you didn't want to jeopardize your retirement nest egg. How many of you over 55 are not in bonds? How many of you? The answer probably should be all of you aren't. Right? Because just as the biggest group of Older people got to those ages. What did they do? Oh, that's right. They brought interest. I mean, where are we at? Two, two and a quarter to two and a half percent. You can't buy bonds and make any money. I mean, you can risk buying Sears bonds, right? You can buy a bond, make seven, eight, nine percent on a CD. Can't do it. Used to be. That when you got a job, you got to file for unemployment when you lost that job. Now, most of the jobs people get, they can't. Right? They call it the gig economy.
economy. I don't know how many years ago I told you about the side hustle. Apparently, when they talk about wages, the gig workers don't get counted. Yeah. And we all know, and you gig workers out there, listen, they're the hero. They really are. When you talk about why it is, you know, why we're doing at least relatively better than everybody else, because there's out there, there, I, I can't tell you, I know so many people that are working multiple jobs. And they have to. They aren't doing it because they want to. We went from a society in 1971 where the overwhelming majority of households, I'm not talking about 51% or 61% or 71%, I'm talking about the overwhelming majority of households in this country, one person worked. We had the strongest middle class in the history of the world. China's going to have more people in the middle class than we got people. I I think they may already have it. One. We did that with one person working. Now it's almost impossible. Not impossible. They're out there the uber-rich. Even the people that I know that are, are, you know, they make real good money, usually both of them are working. Now we live in a society where not only is mom and dad working, a lot of these households now, they're working multiple jobs. Antoinette Kunda wasn't always rushing to make deliveries for strangers and pick up riders. Prior to the Great Recession, she worked as an executive administrative assistant for American Express. She earned $80,000 a year. You know, she was an administrative uh, assistant secretary, but for an executive at Amex. A hard job. She earned roughly $6,667 a month. Today, she works in the gig economy. I don't consider myself having a primary job. She works for Uber, Lyft, Postmates, Instacart, and I I don't even know what that is, DoorDash, Grubhub, and various other on-demand delivery and rideshare apps. My primary job now, she says, putting a roof over my head. Her current goal is to make $5,000 a month. In reality, she says, 
She's lucky if she can make a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, and I, I I know a lot of people like this, and it's true. Five years ago, you could probably do that five grand a month. That's gone. There's so many people doing this to try to make you know a hundred dollars a day. She says that she's lucky if she makes twenty eight hundred bucks a month. Last week, and here's here's where it gets into. That's not news, but this is the Bureau of Labor Statistics, okay, the the infamous BLS. Really, what it should be called is the the BS, right? This is this is who we count on to tell us about wages course they get their directive you know where they get it from they're not going to admit it but we all know right some mit mafia guy came up with some great mathematical formula they reported a sharp rise in wages in december reaching a post-recession high of 3.9 percent problem is Kundas and others' income, which are notoriously unpredictable, are not even in the BLS's projection. All of her work and all of the other so-called side hustlers or gig workers who typically work multiple jobs and let's face it if you did it by the hour yeah it's not even minimum wage it's really not right they only want to count when you actually have a delivery right the rest of the time well i'm in my car you know i'm parked at the 7-eleven waiting that don't count are essentially invisible in the eyes of the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So the number one, listen, we already know, the largest segment of the workforce, gig economy. Uh, The BLS, I, I did not know this. I didn't. I thought, why wouldn't they count them? They know they're working. They can see it. Right? It's not like Uber and Lyft don't report what they're paying people. But they said, eh. And you know what's funny? This isn't that new. It's not like, oh, well, this just started last week or last month or last year. But apparently, they don't want to count them. Listen, if these people were making, you know what, if she was making that five grand a month, trust me, the BLS would want to count them. Right, if she was making what she was making over at Amex, the BLS would have wanted to count them. The agency 
a key source of information on the labor market. Matter of fact, it is the source. Says it doesn't keep tabs on how much people make and what the government decides is non-primary work. You don't count. And again, why do you think they don't count? And how could we take the number one growth category and have the government say, yeah, you don't count? Because you know why? It makes the numbers look bad. Listen, she went from making 80 grand, right? She went from making 80 grand to making 33,000. That's just the reality. Well, the BLS doesn't want to reflect that. They want to tell you wages went up for the CEO. But think about it now. Now the CEO pays even have a bigger effect on the wages, don't they? We're going to talk about the rest of the problem with the growing problem of the gig economy when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Predictably, a federal judge in San Francisco interfered in late November with President Trump's efforts to stop the incoming illegal immigrant caravan. Despite how border control is an issue of national security under nearly exclusive presidential authority, Obama appointed San Francisco Judge John S. Tiger took it upon himself to issue an injunction against the presidential proclamation that limited asylum applications by Central American migrants. That left President Trump with no good option. Either appeal to the very liberal Ninth Circuit where the deck is stacked against him or file an emergency petition to the United States Supreme Court, which rarely interferes in cases pending in the lower courts. But this pervasive problem of judges blocking lawful Trump actions is not limited to the left coast or even Obama appointees. By now, President Trump has appointed many judges to the federal bench, but the vetting of those nominees was cast in doubt by the ruling against the White House concerning CNN's Jim Acosta. A Trump-appointed judge ruled that President Trump cannot promptly exclude a misbehaving reporter from his own White House. President Trump nominated former Senate Judiciary Committee counsel Timothy Kelly to that bench. Kelly was confirmed almost unanimously and into his courtroom landed the lawsuit by CNN against Trump to reinstate access to the White House by the abrasive Jim Acosta. CNN sued for Acosta to retain his access to the White House grounds even after he disrupted Trump's post-election news conference with an argumentative non-question. If a hostile reporter had lectured President Obama and combatively refused to give up the microphone, that reporter would have been banned. But in stark illustration of judicial activism, Judge Kelly ordered President Trump to return Acosta's highly desirable hard pass for full access to the West Wing. Judges require journalists to treat court proceedings with extreme deference, but President Trump has been made powerless to regulate who can roam freely inside his own home. Let's hope the president makes the White House great again by posting a burly security guard next to Jim Acosta with orders to remove him the next time he misbehaves. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? Connect with us at phyllisschlafly.com to hear alerts on rulings made by never-elected supremacist judges and to share your viewpoint. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. It's bad enough that the report now... And remember, we get different data from different agencies. This one, the BLS, is in charge of the wage factor. The household surveys in charge of unemployment, Social Security is in charge of how many people are working. These guys are in charge of the wage. And we know the gig guys are at the lower end of the wage. And they don't count them. Here's part of the problem. The BLS can't even come up with a definition for a gig worker. So they said, hey, we don't have any way to track them because we don't have a definition of what a gig worker is. Now, I don't know how many meetings you need to have to figure that out. I mean, it is government, so you probably need, you know, at least a dozen of them, but still. The closest thing they have is a contingent worker supplement. That's a real fancy word for saying temp worker. That's the closest thing, right? The temp agencies, we all know, right? We know what that is. Found out something else today that I did not know. Prior to last month, now again, let me just say this. It doesn't mean they did it last month, okay? That's not what that means, but... Up until last month, and we don't know, and, and we're going to, and I may, I'm going to go out on a ledge here and say I know that it hasn't happened. The BLS has not released a contingent worker supplement since 2005. <laughs> what? What? Hey, let's not count that either, right? <laughs> because. I'm sure somebody gave him a phone call and said, you know, hey, listen, that would make you look bad. Because we know what, temp workers don't make a lot of money either. The reason, at least in large part, this, now this is, I didn't say this, they say this, is to lack of funding. See, that's what happened. What? We go a trillion dollars in every year. Lack of funding? Or was it a lack of a stop reporting that because it makes us look bad? The last report, so go back, you know, 13 years ago, said that 5.9 billion people were quote-unquote contingent workers. It's not that the BLS doesn't care about 
secondary work they do. Again, not my comment. But without adequate funding, it's difficult for the BOS to study these workers. See, that's what it is. So I'm like, hmm. How big is it that the BLS can't study them? If it's the largest growing part of the workforce, that would mean there's less people in the other part of the workforce, which seemed to me would mean they'd have the time. These workers come in many forms. See, it's so hard. You know, a lot of forms. You know? There's side hustle people with regular jobs. There's freelancers who take on extra clients on their off hours. Okay. But what about the people that do this because that's their job now? According to a 2017 survey, that's a little more accurate than going back to 05. They estimate that 57.3 million Americans are freelancing. That would be 36% of the workforce. The freelancer's income is choppy and not well paid, the article says. Now, I don't know. Call me crazy. But you're telling me that more than a third of the workforce works this way, but the BLS, who is in charge of trying to figure out how much we make, doesn't even think about these people? Well, I take that back. They think about them. They, they just can't do anything about them. Other estimates about the gig economy are even larger. The Federal Reserve, yeah. See, these guys are so full of crap. That's why I tell you, get ready. You better get ready. Listen, they are lying, and that's all. You know what? And I hate to say that. I do. I want it to be ignorant, and I want to believe. I do. I want them to believe that they really care about us. I've been doing this for 15 years. I read more stuff before 9 a.m. than most people probably read all month. Unfortunately, a lot of people read all year. The more I learn, and and trust me, I want to find it to be different, but the more I learn, the more I understand. This is how they want it to be. We are the sheep. What they used to talk about back in the caveman time, where they would try to herd like the woolly mammoths or whatever towards a cliff, right? Eventually, they would what? Fall off the cliff and they'd have, you know, a mass killing, right? And they get to eat for days. This is what they're doing to us. Just keep hurting us towards the cliff, hurting us towards the cliff. More and more of us now getting closer to the cliff. And the cliff is, think about that being middle class. 
We just keep falling off. Keep falling off. Here's the sad part. And we're proud. I'm proud. I admit it. I don't want people to know if I wasn't middle class. I don't know. I'm middle class. We have more people that try to convince everybody that they're middle class, even though their income says they're not out here. I mean, this is a, it's, it's a problem. And I'm sorry, there's not this big explosion of job. No, it's not. By the way, the Federal Reserve says there's 75 million gig workers out there. Huh? Go figure. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. Take everything you've ever heard about unemployment, wages, inflation, and just know that these are very manipulated numbers. And I want to be fair. It's hard. There's a lot of numbers, a lot of people. But this is something way beyond. When you look at what they don't count, every time, and again, I've been doing this 15 years, it's always the same. It's the ones that won't prove out there what they're trying to tell you on TV. You're in for a rude awakening, and it's not because I say so. Just common sense. They created a huge, giant bubble, and they started it in 1971. I mean, the whole debt was only $400 billion. And really, if you just went back to to 1964... The debt was about $250 billion. $22 trillion. Here's the sad part. I've already told you. It's not even going to be 10 years from now. You don't even got 10 years. You're going to be 40. Think we're going to pay it? Come on. It's already unpayable. I mean, it's laughable. They're getting ready to change the money. They're getting ready to change the money. All the signs are there. Right? There's the war on cash. The quantitative easing, the tools of the toolkit. The fact that we can't get a Fed funds rate back anywhere near the the average, which by the way, average was six to eight percent, so seven. If the Fed tries to get the three, the stock market's going to be like five thousand. More and more businesses starting to turn away money, or at least the paper kind of money according to the Wall Street Journal. From chain restaurants to hotel chains, 
to the mom and pop. More and more businesses no longer taking cash. The inconvenient and sometimes awkward frustration caused by the cash ban have prompted lawmakers in New Jersey, New York, Philly, and D.C. to take up legislation. Yeah, you think what, hey, to force them to take cash? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Legislation to say, hey, maybe uh, we need to get rid of it all together. I'm going to tell you now. Just, I'll give you, I'll use my business, because you know what, nothing better than your own business. And it happens now, right after every holiday, right there in the holidays. December. We set a record here for attempted credit card fraud. Right? Wendy's like, oh yeah. I mean, it was huge. People ordering online that got a hold of your data, trying to buy gold from us with stolen credit cards. I mean, we have a whole procedure that we, Wendy and Arlene, at least once a quarter, I go over and over and over what we will not do. And it's incredible out there, and they're talking about, you know, cash and inconvenience. Are you kidding me? Credit card fraud has cost me more money. Right? We've actually been a knock on wood. We've gotten really good at it. But Wendy will tell you, two years ago it cost us ten grand. I'm just a little guy. But it's coming. Why? Not because of terrorists. Not because of money laundering. Not because of any evil doers. It's actually twofold. One because they want to tax it. That's coming. But two, and most importantly, they want to make sure all of you get a real good bite of that real good bovine specialist sandwich they're getting ready to serve to all of us. If they get everything out, they get rid of cash, Make it so everybody's doing everything electronically. When they go to the electronic currency, right, everybody got it. All I'm going to say is you better have your financial house in order way before that happens. You better have that gold and silver put away because let me tell you, it's going to be, it's not going to be pretty. Something very very bad is coming because that's how they do it we know this listen there's a clear pattern here they take these horrible events to get to your wealth in 1933 they took your gold during the quote-unquote financial crisis they circled all your wealth i reward you your bank accounts your IRA, your 401k, your money market, your annuities, all of them. 
getting closer to collection time. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Remember that commercial Smith Barney? We make money the old-fashioned way. We earn it. Yeah, now they fleece us. That's how they did it. And if you don't think I'm right, they will lie to us till the end. Need I remind you, two weeks before Bear Stearns went under, two weeks, their CEO was on TV, on on the Idiot Box, on CNBC, telling everybody how great of a financial condition his company was in. Two weeks later, over the weekend, they they set it up to where they gave J.P. Morgan a bunch of money uh, to tend to take over for him. Same thing with Merrill Lynch with B of A, right? Be ready. Yesterday, I, I ran a special, and and I I'm happy because we sold a lot of it. I'm sad because we we should have sold out. We ran those $5 lists. I still have 20 left. They're $350 if you buy four or more, $13.95. This is the best fractional gold deal we've run in at least a decade, run more than that, and maybe ever. On $5 lists, 350 bucks. Every four you buy, I'll, you know, you, I'll take it down to thirteen ninety-five. So you save five bucks on four of them. I have now. I only got twenty left. I do have twenty ten-dollar lib. Okay, so you you go up uh, to the ten-dollar lib. I'm going to have those at six hundred and ninety dollars on those twenty. $690 on $10 lib. Makes them less than a 20. 350 on $5 libs. I've got 20 of each. These need to sell out. I've already bought them. they got to sell out. This is it. You you love this show. You love what we do. You, well, you love the radio station. You buy the products. It's just that simple. 800 951 Zero five nine two. Dow's up about a hundred. Uh, it, it was up a lot more than that earlier. This China thing, uh, the, you know, the trade talk thing. We'll see how that goes. Uh, gold was down big, and now it's not. Uh, and again, none of it, man. It's all BS anyway. Uh, but right now, gold's down three dollars in change, twelve eighty six. Silver is down about eight cents, uh, fifteen dollars sixty seven cents. Uh, the NASDAQ and the S&P, they're higher as well. Not by a lot, but by a little bit. 800-951-0592. I will be saying, I'll, I'll be interested to hear the president tonight. But remember what I told you. These are the same people they talk out of both sides of you-know-what. Both sides of their mouth. All of them. We need to get rid of them all. Right? Really what we need to do is get less.
government, but it's too late. They're going to bankrupt us all first. Maybe then, maybe after they bankrupt us, maybe then we'll demand it. Patriot Radio News Hour. Have a great day. We'll be back on a hump day tomorrow.